Thank you for tuning into another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, I'm just going to give you the official sponsors real fast. Angelo's Pizza, Pollyanna DIY, Smart Mark Video, IndependentWrestling.tv, and the most important thing of this episode is the unofficial sponsor, White Claw. This is the 4th of July cookout episode. You're getting two cookout episodes in basically a month. Uh, we are joined by the mighty millennial Mikey Montgomery, Yo. Joshua Bishop, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, probably Yo. Xavier Franklin at some point, the bone collector Dominic Yo. Garini, Philly Collins, Hello. Eddie only from the production, uh, Marino, Marino Tanaglia, Alex Worldwide oh, Keller. Wow. Oh no! As always, AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And let's get right into it. A question asked on Twitter because Josh Bishop, I know you got to go check these fireworks that are popping off right now. Don't throw me in the bus, bro. They want to know what are our rankings of White Claw as we have collectively consumed over All under of them. 50 so far today. I drink a case in the last two podcasts. Are you and I say Black Cherry number one, right? Black Cherry number one. I'm with you. Black Cherry, Black number, cherry, one. Black cherry number, number one. one. That is the Honestly, consensus. I'm going Lime number two. Yep. Lime number yep, two? That's my thorns my uh, number two. I like Duke showed up with no, that. Two lime, cases of number, mango. No, I like that lime mango. Two. Mango three. I'm going to have to say raspberry. I would raspberry, say, Xavier says raspberry two. Raspberry four. And then Black Cherry. Black Cherry all day. Black, Black, Black Cherry consensus number one. Grapefruit five. Uh, uh, according to some, lime is for people that like missionaries. You're so. damn yeah. right, I like missionary. You're goddamn right. I like Can we all agree Dr. that Dan? grapefruit You're is number five? Like. Uh, fuck off. I love grapefruit. You, love, you would. You all right? So Just grapefruit, obviously the worst. Worldwide, that's Dr. Dan's favorite. This is gonna be the only time I say this. <laughs> Take the microphone from Dr. Dan because he is drunker than you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm only I'm only one high life deep right now, Pally. The other because let me sponsor. tell you people something about this whole white claw shit. I see it sweeping through locker rooms. It's a cancer upon the business. It's a cancer, bro. As it's a fucking cancer. Truly support, superior to fucking white claw and. High life, the champagnier of beers, especially if you're in Eddie Only's fucking backyard and you're throwing some mint in that bitch. All right, so black cherry, mint jewel pods, number one. number one. Tobacco, fucking number two. Jewels. Lime, <laughs> lime and raspberry trade off, number two. Mango, oh. three. Mango, three or Mango's four. three. Limes, two. Black cherry's Limes one. two. I what about lime. raspberry? Raspberry, four? Raspberry's like three or four. Three. Three. I would think raspberry. Black three. cherry, lime, like mango, raspberry, grapefruit. That is, is that all five? Sucks. Is that all of them? That's all five of them, yeah. sucks. Is there only five? I think. I think we got them all. The oh, way this is going, right. I really feel really like normal. we need a White Claw sponsorship for WrestleRager we're, 4. We're trying. Pork we're Raven Nevermore. Iron's in the fire right now. Hot dude. main event, but, WrestleRager. So, there, is, there is actually a flavor Filthy Tom Lawler, Matt Justice, flavor. and John Thorne versus the Rip City Shooters and Eddie Kingston. Hot main event. What is not happening? It's not happening. So just let it also, happen, can, John. Can for just a minute, since Worldwide brought Jewel and Tobacco in, can we talk about how Worldwide uh, did, uh, thinks that nanites are going to take over anyone smoking uh, uh, flavored jewels? No, not even flavored jewels. I'm talking about any of it. Twan, not human no more. <laughs> He's puffing on that fucking robot hog. He's like PCO. <laughs> robot. <laughs> robot. All right, hog. we've all seen that thing. It's big. All right. What? Sometimes what a cigar is just a cigar, as Freud says, but sometimes. 
That's a fucking robot hog. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why either one of you have a microphone right now. I'm doing just Marino. fine. I'm fresh out of the gym. You sinners have just been eating fucking carbs all day and drinking your fucking white claws. We've been eating meat here, dude. Ah, uh, no bun, no bun. Meat. Burgers, and overcooking dogs. your burgers. I look at this thing right now. There's not a single little bit of pink in there. What is this black bean? What the fuck is going on? Those burgers that uh, Dominic Greeny and Eddie only prepared first round, at least. Very good. They were very good. Second yeah. round dog shit? I never had a second round, so I can't speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Oh, we got the citronella going now. Only had, had the first round. They were delicious. Oh, oh thanks, Dom Greeny. Citronella yep. action. All right, let's get this train on the track. Uh, Josh, uh, you got to go see the fireworks. You got to go, go see, see the fireworks. fireworks. Thank Josh you for ranking uh, now. Josh, you and me also had us. to beat up a new New York podcaster's ass. Oh, you're damn right we do. Alex fucking Patak. Alex Patak, listen to me right now. I'm coming on Ballin' Out Super with Worldwide. We're and we're going to fucking ball, destroy you. Z Super. Our, we're going Ultra Instinct. All right, you this hand your microphone beef. off to somebody. Thorne, you put out there on Twitter some things. We'll talk about it, yeah, but I'm sure this will just be a random okay. roundtable. Oh, it's already random. Let's get, into this, let's get into this first question from one uh, on the Twitter. Ryan from Wakeman wants to know. Oh, no. Ryan from Wakeman? Oh, my God. Stop spiking the levels. Stop yelling, Mikey Millennial. He wants to know. Cock cutter match and when and who is booked for it? Um, I will say that uh, Weird Body's ready to take on Potato, and Weird Body has a lot to lose, and Potato, I think, is ready to lose. Well, this has nothing to do with the cock cutter, but anybody has anybody here ever taken a peek at the uh, Potato's belly button? What? I have. I have. Is it actually. weirder than Eddie only? No. Uh, so like, I think he had some sort of like maybe he was like born in an alley and they didn't get the umbilical cord off properly because he's got like a little pigtail, like it has like a little twirly pigtail. Maybe he's like Freddy Krueger and he's born in the bottom of a fucking nut house. Son of a thousand maniacs. Yeah. I don't know. It, check out his belly button. That thing needs to be cut off. Eddie only does have like a. He's got, dude. You got like a an Audi that's an any. Performance enhanced belly button. Okay. Performance enhanced belly button. He's blue. He's chewing on that blue. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, but yeah, this guy Ryan the Wakeman or whatever his name is, he tweets us at least three times a week, wanting to see a cock cut off in a match. He also goes to AIW events on performance enhancing substances. Dude, tell you what. So that guy is on some shit. I don't know what he's on, but I think it was Absolution last year. He just kept. Rubbing me on my back, and I went. I was this gonna is- ask. So you've seen it. You know what he looks like. Oh yeah, he's had several very deep conversations with me. I don't know if he's, I've ever. I had think a I, I, I may have, but I don't know what he. Looks I think like. he's a father. I think he comes to the. No way. No. I, I think I, I think I've seen him come to the show with like a child. No, you know who I miss? Roman Reigns' dad. I don't know who that is. I, so, yeah. but why Ryan Wakeman? One time, he literally looked like he was like talking like whatever his cock cutter match full of lotomy, and I yeah. looked at him. I go, "Hey man, you're that dude from the radio, right?" And I blew his mind because I knew like, oh yeah, he calls. He was on ninety two three the fan. He oh, he's also one of those like, um, uh, what's it called? Like fucking obsessive call in radio people where he calls in like every radio station. Oh, oh wow! And like talks gibberish. So, like, on IHP the Fan, he literally would call in, like, once a night when I used to listen. Like, when we were at the old garage, I would drive home, and I'm listening to the fan. And he would always call in talking about, like, random shit. And I just remembered his name. And then when he was like, I'm Ryan. And I'm like, dude, are you Ryan from Wakeman? And I blew his mind. I'm like, dude, I love your 92 the Fan shit. Keep it up. He's like, thanks, Dan. It was great. Yeah, so I don't and know. And then he also wants to see everyone get their dick cut off. So it's wild fucking shit. 
Yeah, that's the thing. And as I've said a number of times, you know, if we got Medicare for all, just think of all the terrible stop things. It. Think of all the terrible no. things that wrestlers could start doing you to stop? each other. Why is it always going to be fucking pushing political yeah. fucking agendas? Political all agenda I'm saying is we could start biting easy, each other's fingers easy, off. David. We could fucking do how much cut off cocks. How much money do you pay in a taxes a year? Oh, you know, uh, I get like a ha- I get a whole bunch on the EIC. So thank you, Trump. Double what it was uh, the year before. So there is that. Earned income credit. Well, so are you voting for Trump in the re-election? Oh, absolutely not. Then you're Bernie gonna, or bust. You're going to lose that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm ready to lose. I mean, he lost today. Fucking it rained on his parade. Literally. <laughs> Inshallah. Wow. All right. So I'm saying you're going to lose that extra money that you don't work for. Oh, no. I work for it. Motherfucker, I am working so much. We are, uh, so, so, so what, I would know I work right next to him. He don't work that much. Are you? I mean, are you yeah. the one who's taking? Are you okay, the you, okay, photographer okay. that sends in pictures of worldwide? That's you. I plead the fifth. Okay. Oh. No, Thorn had spies before then. Let me break this down. Oh, that's true. Shut, Michael. Shh. Would you? Every first off, would everybody stop having side conversations and yelling without a microphone? It's not how podcasting works. You fucking drunk <laughs> idiot. Second. Let's compare. Mikey the Millennial. Yeah. Tell everybody your age. I'm 19 years old. You're 19 years old. And you work in a plaza, so like a shopping place. Uh, yeah, like a strip mall, kind of. Next to Worldwide. How old are you? 35. <laughs> Presidential age, baby. Where do you, what, what's, uh, what's the shoot job, Mikey? Uh, my shoot job is I make sandwiches and do prep work and work S- the front. Sandwich artist. For an angry sandwich divorce artist. dad. So about you? Do you want to go give no. a plug? Where do you work? I work at Dave's Cosmic Subs in Lakewood, Ohio. Oh, yeah, Dave. Stop in and get an AIW ticket and a sandwich. Worldwide? Oh, there you go. You're the competitor. I don't know if he wants to expose his. Uh... Yeah, you know, I uh, already love my job so much. I don't really want, you know, fans showing up. But, if you look uh, at his Instagram, it's you... pretty much just all his work. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Uh, I'd be scooping that soup. And, he's, a soup uh, he's a soup salesman. Yeah, it's more like food retail than it is really kitchen work. Food retail. No, okay. Uber Eats really putting a hand, putting a hurting on the tip jar. Give it up one time. <sighs> I, I, ha! Oh man, Brother, I told, I, I told uh, that very guy that we had canceled an order the other day, and it turned out we didn't. So he just showed up and left, even though uh, the order wasn't canceled. Brother, I feel that. I gave it up three times. Uh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to. You just wanted. I just wanted to make the oh, comparison. Yeah, I'm working a fucking now. That's class now. All the goddamn time. That, uh, he, you, just, he just wanted to point out that a 19 year old and a 35 year old b- work basically the same job. And you're complaining about you know the taxes and the things that you can earn. We, and can we talk about this? Because worldwide brought up now that's class. Can I officially discuss? Because we have not on podcast, but we haven't talked about details. We said August There's, 24th. There are no details. That are the de- those are the details. Here's, here's the marketing information right now. We, we have WrestleRager. WrestleRager 4, potentially, quote the Raven, nevermore. Now, I, somebody, I, haven't, I haven't messaged him at all. We haven't messaged did, him. Worldwide, somebody did ask me when I was talking about music for Absolution videos the other day. They said, we want, uh, can you just have Ratfucker play live? I did not respond to that tweet because go ahead. Oh, uh, well, Rizzy Fizzy, a uh, rat fucker, will uh, be playing uh, actually at the house next to class the night before WrestleRager 4. So that's going to be, I mean, hopefully just like back-to-back fucking bloody hell weekend for me. So if you want to see them live. 
You yeah, you know, you guys maybe aren't gonna trip out for the whole damn gonna, weekend. You guys aren't going to play the after party? What about the after party? Uh, I believe I'm going to get some acts, some DJs, and uh, oh, yeah, you're going to love uh, this uh, branding. AIW up all night. Oh, that's good. USA Network, brother. Yeah. Ronda Shear. Yeah. See? See what I'm saying? What about the Hemingway Hammers? Are we going to get them together? Uh, that's up to the Hemingway Hammers. Two weeks. A practice of two weeks? Hemingway Hammers. Dropping the Hemingway. Come back as the Hammers two weeks away. Will the Hemingway Hammers be performing uh, at the Russell Rager Russell Rager Enter the Vortex. Yes. Was it Hemingway? Oh, Under the Vortex? <laughs> Under the Vortex? Enter the Vortex. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of guys trying to book a lot of shit on this show right now. Uh Anybody else want something you want to book here at WrestleRager 4, Dom? No, you're good? Uh, actually, I do. I want the Duke first time all for the boot. Okay. Mikey uh, Monk for the boot? Wow. Mikey Montgomery in a death match where he gets to use an uh, empty Guitar Hero guitar filled with powder. Don't you guys stop with the fucking death match stuff. Me and you guys are bloodthirsty just stuff. because we've never had a singles and he really still see, hates me. Did you, guys see, reason. did you guys see the fucking feedback on that unprotected chair shot? You guys want to be hitting each other? This is my fault. I, I, I created these monsters. I've told people once. I've told them 10,000 times. Well, Johnny Gargano anyone, created this one. Whenever anyone wants to talk shit on me about fucking, uh, you know, poppers or this or that what do brain cells do other than like make you sad all right get these fucking brain cells out of my head i don't need to think so we're sitting here on the fourth of july we're having a cookout some great food made today prepared by one dominic green great job on the grill dom Thanks, really Dan. appreciate it everything was delicious uh as some of those cheddar worse those were great that burger was bone collecting those yeah, it was <laughs> the burgers were good uh fireworks going on around us what do you think about uh some pyro at AIW. No. <laughs> no? A little sparkler action? I've been around Absolutely where inside not. pyro Sparkles? has gone off. See, we can barely get a venue. Why are we going to try to get kicked out of a venue for, for fucking some sparklers, oh, brother? I'm sure that Odeon's See, when I was three years old, I watched the owner of Milwaukee Wayspray Park literally get arrested for inside pyro. I will fight some motherfuckers that want to think that inside pyro is Why a good idea. pyro at WrestleRager? I mean, just pyro in general. Well, pyro would be the only... Uh, WrestleRager would be the only place to properly... Well, I don't know. The, city is, trying to, the city is currently trying to come down on now that's class they sent uh fire marshals recently that was a fun evening at work tell you what and uh yeah cleveland ohio fucking chill the fuck out but um worldwide hates that there's like rules yeah yeah there used to be no rules it was really nice somebody once told me told yeah me back that, in like uh, the 1600s there calls, was no rules uh, like 10 years ago you fucking whippersnapper somebody when you were fucking watching me, digimon or whatever the fuck claws, no laws phineas and ferb I heard claws no laws. Is that a true thing? No, it's there not. Ain't no, laws. ain't no laws if you're drinking claws. There ain't I no mean, laws fucking Josh Bishop claws. drove away from yeah. here, so yeah, no law. <laughs> he did. He did not drive. He had a DD. He had a DD. Aww. Marino, you're sitting here. You haven't said anything yet. He's a man of many words, as we know. <laughs> know. Yeah, here. But I'm gonna pass it over. I gotta go grab another cigar. Man of many words. How's it going? Good. What's your favorite fireworks? That's what fucking. What's your favorite fireworks? What a what a fucking question, Steve guy. Right one, one, you know that goes. People, hear, oh, oh yeah, you they make the saying? whistle noise. The ones that go boom. The that's wily, my favorite fireworks, Steve. Fireworks. My favorite. Philly's favorite is the Red Rocket. What's the <laughs> Red Rocket? Red Rocket. Red Rocket. I gotta ask him. That's my job. Let's keep it fucking moving. All right. You want more questions from Twitter? I feel like well, I, I'm not going to be happy ask, with them. Ask questions. Well, I keep Bring the questions on. Let's go. Somebody wants to know. Somebody wants to know uh, the story behind WrestleRager One. Kind of what happened with that. I did where see that. that. Is, I think we. I think we covered that on a very. That we did. Was that an I AMA? Would, no, I thought we covered mm, that with Biggins or something. That was a something. very early episode of the podcast. If you want to go back, it's probably in the first twenty episodes. 
Uh, but Russell Rager one was just like it was honestly just like a concept idea to bring Grado to America for the first time, and it was just more of like a all oh, right yeah. a marketing thing. We did you know, cover this. Yeah. It was three days, three days in a row. Yep. Um, obviously that didn't go that well because. Cleveland is does not seem to be a crowd for the multiple days in Russell a row. Russell Razor won very different than what we've turned Russell Razor into. Right now, it's it's just a found party. its footing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think where to go. So we have this cookout episode. I mean, I guess just, Russell just Razor won. I was there. Back, we're sitting back. Everybody's having a great time. We're having fun. Where do you guys see AIW right now? Like, Adam, are you having a blast with it? I know you run the school, but people don't get to see the funner side of Dom. It's hard. Can you admit yeah. that you actually do have fun? I mean, I do have fun sometimes. I mean, the art, the art of wrestling itself is fun. Um, the actual school process, it's it not, has its days. It has its days for sure. Dan, Dan brings up a good point. Um, you live three inches away from the school, though. Kudos on that. Oh well, yeah, I mean, there's uproot his whole life to live three, whole three minutes life. from the school. Um, let's put it this way: some days it's 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 pure hell for me. And I've had to kind of come to the realization that I've kind of destroyed any personal life I would have for professional wrestling recently. Um, I spend almost all my time either doing the school, doing bookings, or now I've, I've brought jiu-jitsu back into my life. So I really have no personal life per se. So I kind of have to come to the conclusion that I'm a selfish human being. Um, and it's what it is. Um, but nights of shows couldn't see me any happier. Um, there's a lot of pressure that comes with the school. These kids debut, uh, and then I have to get ready for another crap of kids to debut. There's emails to answer. There's curriculums to try to keep up. You know, and it's also trying to keep a curriculum to the kids that have already debuted and the kids that need to increase their skills to go out to bookings and get better and better and better. So it, it's a lot of stress, but those nights of shows, especially like, let's, for the example, put the gold horn, those kids came back and they were so excited. And I can point Xavier out as a person ex example. He was, you know, so emotionally happy from the debut that those nights make it all seem worth it. Well, um, before, uh, just to cut you off, uh, you know, we've, we've already, we've recapped the Goldhorn Brewery show, but we're going to, it's going to be out on a later date from now, but yeah. Xavier, this is something that I, I wanted to talk to you about since you're here. And say hello, Xavier. How y'all doing? AIW's newest referee, Xavier Franklin. Um, what has it meant to you to come into AIW? Because you something happened specifically at the Goldhorn show that made me realize how important this is to you, that you've kind of discovered this weird world of, no, no pun intended, that the actual <laughs> yeah. weird world is next to you, but this weird world of wrestling um, because, uh, after the match, you debuted, you asked me, you said, is it okay to cry? And I said, yeah, it's absolutely okay to cry. And then, uh, when talking to Derek and I was standing there too, you said, my dad didn't come. However, I, you guys are my real family now. And I, I thought that that was like, wow, this is, you know, this is, uh, very important. It made me realize that as much as I, and I hate a lot about wrestling these days, like there is a purpose to what we're doing. And I think you're a prime example of that. If you want to just speak on that and what that, what you felt 
that whole that whole thing that whole that whole day well that whole day was just a bundle of emotions uh wrestling it's it's i must succeed or or fall that's really what wrestling means to me that's how passionate i am about the business it's if succeed or or nothing there's no option there's no other option and that was my it was my goal and my drive that kept me through and and you got you got to that point and i know that you know uh, for those that don't know you know if you guys saw the news special that was done locally you know your mother passed away yes and you were hoping that your dad would come and, and see this and he does not come i agree yeah. and you felt a certain way about that 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 upset you correct uh yes but I feel like you had a realization at the same time. Yeah. I my eyes opened up. It's like, okay, you know what? I I'm not going to shun my dad, but it really disappointed me that he wasn't there. Uh but like com- coming b- b- back behind the curtain and when I stated you guys are my family, that's something like I take to heart and that is literally true to me. You guys are my family. What yeah. what is it? What is there's got to be something? Is it the camaraderie? What is it you're feeling, and when you make that statement? Because, I mean, obviously you're sitting here right now with us. That you're obviously is it an inclusion thing? Because you you know you you feel so included on stuff that people do, or or what's what makes ahead. you utter that statement? Uh, it's just personally and uh, just being around each and every one of you guys. Like, that's what open my eyes like yeah these guys like our family these guys want to see us up and comers uh succeed and get better and uh you guys care for us like you guys don't have to go out you guys don't have to do what you guys do for us but you guys do it anyway because you guys love us and want to see us further ourselves for the future it's like it's like with the definition that you are kind of told of what family is. Like you feel like you feel like we go out of the way, but we make it seem because it is to us. It's not going out of the way. It's just, I mean, you're a part of this. Yes, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Does, yeah. that, make, does that kind of sum it up? Uh, pretty much sums it up. That's uh, a lot of it. Like I, I, I had a, a cousin there, um, uh-huh. and some other of his friends. They came to support, but that that was also great because. Because uh, at least I just wanted some someone to be. Want to see somebody see that you've yeah you've yeah. made you've uh, you followed your dream. Yes, uh, and like and it's, every time I go home, I I, I tell like my cousin because I used to watch wrestling with him when I was younger. So wrestling is really all I know, and I always tell him like the everybody everybody at AIW is awesome. Like these guys embrace me with open arms. These guys. Have, I've gotten a chance to build a bond with each and every one of the um, these guys and uh, and gal, girl, ladies, and uh, their fa- family don't have to be blood. Uh, so cheers. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, cheers to that. Yeah. Basically, going off of what Zay said, like I feel like what you guys did as a company as and as individuals, you guys sort of filled in the gaps that maybe like us and our family lives and like our social lives didn't have before. So I think that was a great sort of like bridging of the gap. Well, I and mean, there, you know, there's a lot of places 
that don't necessarily do that. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where I experienced a lot of that throughout when I was getting involved in wrestling. And it's like, as hard as I am on you guys, I, I try to be hard on you guys so because it can be 8,000 times worse outside of this environment. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like this weird children sort of thing to where it's like you got to like prepare these kids for the world, so to speak. But I also want to create like a good kind of camaraderie and like, look, you know, we're all sitting around on the 4th of July at a cookout drinking 50 White Claws. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> There's a lot of White Claws yeah, on the table. I'm going to cut you off there for a second, John. I know I've said it so many times on the show. But I'll say it again. You have one of my favorite quotes ever about wrestling brings so many different people together. And that's, you know, what a family is, is you have a group of people who are somehow related, but they're all different individuals. And that's exactly what this is right here. The common bond is wrestling, but through everything else, through that and all of this, we somehow find the missing parts of each other, just as you would in any other family. And here's what it is. Man, this is our family cookout today. And Zay, look, man, hey, rest assured, no matter what other show that you're on with us there, you're never going to feel like your family hasn't come to support you again. Because every single one of these guys, if they're not, you know, people are going to be watching. They'll be looking out for you. Like, that's what, I mean, that's what I love about your story. And that's what is one of the things for a guy who's not getting in the ring and I'm sitting there on the outside. That's what makes me proud to be a part of this organization because we are watching guys like you follow a dream. And I know that all these dudes sitting here are watching you like, oh, yeah, that's my brother out there. He's doing this thing right now. Like, that's that's what you get, man. So you've got that support. And nothing makes me happier than knowing, like, when, when you or Mikey or somebody, anybody gets in that ring doing whatever it is they're supposed to do, they're going to come out and they know that they're going to have the, that love and support. Like, hey, I'm going to give you some sort of feedback, whatever. But also, man, great job, man. Here I am. I'm here and, for you. Because that's, that's what you've got. you got all these guys here for you. And that's the thing. I I love feedback because feedback helps me helps me get better and improve on what I need to get better at. And um, also to piggyback off of something, uh, like I've, I've, have, I have like a, I've had many father figures throughout my life. And... John Thorne, you are you have become like a father figure to oh, me. Oh shit! Uh, I didn't know you were getting you ready for that, man. Uh, Don't tell any of the ladies in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but see that test when when I t- tweet you, I appreciate you, man. I mean that generally, just from like no, I appreciate the you of and my like heart. you know when so uh, it's easy for me to get caught up in the bullshit of wrestling, which is chasing the hype and getting attention and wanting to be that company that's everyone's talking about. But then somebody like you also makes me realize that there's a, it's not a war, but there is work to be done at, at any level. And that, especially at the ground level with people like you to where it's like, okay, if I was so concerned with, booking these dream matches and doing the, you know these big shows a lot of a lot of you guys would have be forgotten and it kind of brings me back down to reality that like this is what we are supposed to be doing we don't need to be the most tweeted about wrestling company because 
we're building a community and you can't you can't have a company without a foundation and like the foundation starts in Cleveland with the wrestling school. And that like that's why I look at it. if you look at a person like worldwide who started before me and then Dom who started after me and like we all kind of created this camaraderie and then like you got a class like Xavier and John Michael and then you have a class like Zach and like Wes Barkley who we all have become this like close-knit family where it doesn't matter where you came from or when you graduated school or anything like that it's like we're all dudes and like wall we'll text and have each other's backs and everything like that and it's like it's like a fraternity but it's a total lifestyle where everyone has each other's backs and it's crazy no matter where you're from everyone like loves each other yeah you're doomed man but uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, well, that's, no, that, that's I, a, well, before you go on, like, that's another thing. It's like, you got people 18, 19, all the way up to, like, a guy like Duke who's hanging around in his 40s. Thank you. you know what I mean? So, like, there's, well, there's, like, a, there's just, like, a, a vast spectrum. And uh, that's, like, a funny thing, too, is Dan bringing that up, is I remember, like, listening to, like, old shoot interviews and stuff with, like, Danny Doring talking about going through, like, the Taz school. And he talked about, like, hating the shit out of fucking roadkill when he was fucking like you know like when they were going through the school and everything and like everyone like just hating each other and i used to be dr dan's biggest fan but now i respect and cherish everything he does and uh every once in a while he goofs up harder than me and you know it warms my heart <laughs> it, it, it really is amazing though to, that we could get everybody together every so often whether it be today or the after parties that have grown to be so infamous, and it's like, well, even we go other places, but it's like together too, yeah. It's like Dan was saying, like if you compare it to high school, there's been several classes, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like AW's become the small town, and everyone's home for the holidays, you know? Like it's it, yeah, it's, and it's wild. And you go on about like you know my political shit or whatever, but for the most part, I fucking like. I have, like, talked to fucking, like, you know, like, there are, like, people that, like, I don't agree with on shit, you know, like, Duke. Like, and, you and Duke will sit down and have beers and yeah, talk. Yeah, but we'll, like, fucking talk about it, like, not, like, just be angry tweeting about it type of a thing, like, where, like, you're, like, limited to, like, 280 characters that, like, you're just trying to, like, own somebody and, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we can actually talk about it, and we have this baseline of, like, fucking wrestling where, like, fucking, like... It's, like, a weird fucking thing, which, like, you know, if I could bottle up and just give to the entire earth, like, you know, we could probably figure that shit out. I want to turn this lighthearted <laughs> because I know it's going to become a fun banter for the listeners as uh, we celebrate the independence of America. Play on the words there. You got it, Dominic Green? Thanks. All right. So, independence and independence. independence. Is two, two different words. Yeah. Codependent. So, Codependent. Here we, here Somebody we are. already did that, I think. We talked about the different classes worldwide. What class number were you at the AIW Academy? Uh, 1.5. All right. Okay. So, no, no. You pan that microphone right there. D platform, Dr. Dan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was 1.5. Mikey. Mikey Montgomery. This is my point. Newest class of AIW Academy. We're all yelling now because there's mad fireworks mad going fireworks. off. Who's had it worse, guys? Please. Oh, hold on. Oh, right here, here, right now. Fucking. All right. See, this is, this this is, is a multi-layered this fucking is question. This for the fans. This all right. for the fans. I always this want is, them to have This is something I've been Please explain the differences and similarities between your oh, classes. By all means, Mikey. Fucking tell me. 
Okay. Well, for one, John Michael's class has been very lucky, and they never had shoot day where they had to shoot grapple me. Worldwide wants shoot grappled okay. me. That was a great Worldwide day. Worldwide shoot grappled me. Hold on. Hold on. He then hung on to me. Before for- you even... Uh, I wish Weird Body was here, because I don't think there's anybody from the first class here. Weird Body had Joe Shea come in and fucking... Really shoot, oh, motherfucker! Yeah. Billy Robinson shoot, but I on remember people. Johnny would have us like do like shoot day because I th- it was more so than anything. I think Johnny was just curious about what my actual like jujitsu skills were. And I remember one day Worldwide and I went, and Worldwide, a lot of credit to you, buddy. Very strong. I held on. To, I squeezed your head for about good solid two minutes he until my arm went numb. Me, I'm pretty What's sure. I'm pretty sure Worldwide gave me. Secondhand smoke inhalation from just the smoke coming off. It's of part body. of his offense. <laughs> um, he then. I was told that in a Muay Thai class once. Straight up, man like, can't breathe, man can't fight. They have never, they have never, like the John Michael class never had that. Okay, to be fair, I did once shoot grappling. <laughs> Trey Lamar did a lot hey, of shoot grappling. Worldwide, did you have a, uh, did you have a first day, like, like oh, thing that you had to go through? Yeah. First day. Oh yeah, hell oh, yeah, first day drill, and it was what fucking was, like twenty was fucking it's degrees the same for everybody. The, the first day drill is the same for everybody. Uh, for anybody that's listening to the podcast, I'm getting tired of writing in emails. Um, it is a mixture of running the ropes mixed with other cardiovascular activities. Everybody does it. Which for you guys at home, if you've never ran the ropes before, fucking sucks. It'll wear you out. It's not good. It'll wear you out. Can we talk about how being we, me and Worldwide almost fought each other for the first we've, four months we've of covered us training? That multiple it's times. been covered multiple times. Oh yeah, I forgot when Worldwide was blacked out drunk on uh, gas station vodka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot about things. that. So Worldwide and that wasn't gas station vodka. That was forty proof, brother. I'm not on some Alex Daniels. I don't know how to drink shit. Worldwide, do you think that? Uh, do you think your class was uh, stronger in terms of not like physically? But just like a better overall class than what well, Mikey might We had advantages and disadvantages to uh, compared to this class. Like for example, we used to keep the fucking like show ring and the training ring in the same goddamn place, and fucking the sh- like the, sh- the show ring was the training ring. No, no, no. We had the tra- no. Oh, oh wait. Oh, you're talking about fucking old, old. old. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. I came in during the uh, garage era. And oh, which, let's talk about that. You used to have to train on ice if it was cold. Yeah, no, that's fucking my first day drill. I was bumping on fucking ice and fucking like everything else. But yeah, we used to have the show ring and the training ring all in the same place, which incidentally was like five minutes up like Detroit Avenue, fucking like at the school. So the whole concept of like doing ring crew was like, I mean, it was still arduous. You know, you got to load the thing in, load the thing out, blah, blah, blah. But, like, we didn't have to go all the way back to this spot, to this spot, to this spot. And truth told, after we uh, fucking moved, and also it was, like, five minutes on Route 2, probably, like, seven minutes now that it's fucking 35 miles an hour so that fucking some yuppies can occasionally ride their bicycles on there. Fucking wow. here we pieces go. of shit. But, um... Political. Anyway. Um, well, everybody had jet skis. They just shoot across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Sorry that I have a fucking positive vision of the future, all right? worldwide. <laughs> Snowmobiles for the fucking Alaskans or whatever. All right, let me, Mikey. What's your worst? What's the worst day for you? Hold school? on, he never finished what his fucking. Oh yeah, was. I'm saying. And now, fucking, they have like a very nice, clean, like you know, antiseptic, like training environment. One thing they have going against them that we did not have going against them. We didn't have a curfew at that place. It was basically like until like the neighborhood made us uncomfortable with the fucking garage doors open, so we could go till like eleven or fucking twelve in there, like, and we would sometimes. Just like dicking around and like trying shit out and da da da. Now we have like sort of like a ten o'clock curfew, 
like at the school, so they can't get as much yeah. class time. Ten o'clock, yeah. It's a, it's a hard ten o'clock curve. It's a hard 10 o'clock curfew to OSI. At about 9.45, the front desk girl comes around and gives you the dirtiest of fucking looks and says... She wants to go the fuck home. Uh, uh, we're close at 10, just so you know. Well, let's not bury her, okay? Yeah. There's like six of them. There's like six. Okay, so now to back to Steve's thing. Who was class 1.5? Is it you, me, Weird Body, and Dom? Well, Weird Body's day one. Weird no. Body was day one. He was the first one to be paid in full. Like, oh, same. Well, technically, well, no, I don't think debuts count as much as uh, yeah, start training. Count so much as start, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it was like you and me. Like you came in like Frankie. a month after me. So okay, so, so the glitch. Anyway, we had to retrain him from the beginning. Uh, Dom, so are you class? You and Baller are class two? We're considered. I would say Dan Human are considered class two, which would also be the very last Johnny Gargano. Okay. Yeah. And then class three would be Tuan Tucker, Parker Pierce, Trey Bishop. No, Trey. Trey had a lot of Johnny time, I think. Yeah. Uh, Bishop. No, no. Trey had the most Johnny time other than Kurt. Bishop and Trey both had some. But I was the only Johnny, uh, only Johnny student that didn't think I would make it. All right. So Johnny had like, or so Trey had a couple, like a couple classes, at the, like maybe like three classes at the garage. We went to Cal's and he broke his wrist. So class three would be Trey, Chase Oliver, Josh Bishop, Parker Pierce, John Tucker, and technically Kurt Hertz. But you could lump Kurt Hertz into class two with Gary and I, because that's where his timing was. Class four would have been Wes Barkley, um, Zach Thomas, TKD, and Ryder Reed. And then class five would be our most recent class of uh, Mikey Montgomery, Yo-yo. Chuck Stone, Eric Taylor, Zay as the ref, and then um, what I always forget. Andrew. Arthur MacArthur. Arthur MacArthur. Arthur MacArthur. Oh. As, as the other member. So that's, that's class four. And honestly, we're, we're, you know, we're in the process of starting class five right now. So where, where are we going with this? I don't, I'm so what's, your, what's your worst day on this uh, new Marino's class? I have, a, I have a question. With yeah. PME being uh, transfer students, uh, what class would we be? Would we be you're class pi? You're just transfers. Could we be you're class kind of like foreign exchanges. We're foreign exchange students. Foreign exchange students. I'll deal with it. You oh, guys took like the, you took the citizenship test as we're sitting Actually, here. On, where are we? Uh, where are we going with this? Are we talking about my first, like, no. What's your What's your worst day as being a student? I'm just trying to compare. The where we were and where we are. I want. I just looking for the uh, Mikey Millennial and worldwide battle here, as I know it would. There's come no to. question because the other cl- schools were just did you way guys have worse. AC in the other schools? No, we didn't. Have, Steve Guy, did you ever come to that fucking garage, man? No, I didn't get to come to the garage. The Turner's Hot Hall was shit in the fucking. Wa- Turner's, in the Turner's Hall was bad. Turner's Hall is garbage. It exists. This is what I was waiting for. I just you want this to not set worldwide off. All right, we didn't even have a roof. No fans worldwide. It exists. The AC exists there, but no fans. I'm trying to train this kid like we were trained with no AC, so I was not allowed fans. Helps your cardio. It helps the cardio. Absolutely. Goldhorn was a hot one. It. Well, where are we at? Where are we going now? Oh, motherfucker! 
at the fucking garage, John, or, or okay. Montgomery? Oh, uh, we couldn't do actual practice. We'd have to have chain wrestling practice because you couldn't do anything because the ring was a puddle. Hey, yeah, also because we listen, didn't have the canvas fucking uh, deal in it. All right, yeah. after this, we're moving on from By the way, John is. Michael, your microphone has been off this entire time. We didn't even hear a word that, that Mikey Montgomery said. Has it really? I have the headphones on, so maybe it was. It was. I oh, man. Uh, well, that's fine because it wasn't worth listening to. These kids got it easy. <laughs> well, I, I will say. Other than they get it done without having fucking class, cars or licenses. and cla- that's Class one. Uh, there were a few times where we couldn't get into Turner's Hall because they changed the security code. So Johnny Gargano just held class right on the playground across the street. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of Kaplan on us. Was it like wood slot. chips or like what was it? Uh, it was glass on concrete. Ow. And Kaplan did a lot of things on a slide. Just want to thro- throw out right now as they keep looking up things on Twitter. Uh, this whole White Claw thing is people going crazy. Mance Warner has tweeted, what the fuck is a White Claw? To which Tom Lawler what replies, the a, a dangerous claw. finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's one for who's Weird Body's favorite wrestler? Fucking uh, South African uh, gimmick. Goddamn. I don't know. I don't know. Most patriotic factions is a question on Twitter. See, the Twitter questions, I'm telling you guys, not so good today. Obviously, the West Texas Rednecks. Yep, <laughs> I, I concur. I, I, crap. I think they're talking about AIW, but uh, I mean, I don't. It's that it's fashion. that one Trump guy that used to show up at our shows all the time, and somebody else. What about Nixon? They got to be one, right? <laughs> no. Just by name alone. Uh, Redacted. That's true. Let's that go. Is. We okay. got what? John I'll Thorne. You, I'll give you t- fucking two John more Thorne. questions. I got a question for you. Favorite favorite WWF '80s pay per view? Go. I don't know, man. I'm Come going, on, you were just putting over SummerSlam. I'm going SummerSlam '89 right now. I say it's a good pressure in my head. Zeus, Zeus and Savage versus Hulk and uh, fucking Randy. What was '88 yeah. Survivor? No, or no, Hulk and Brutus. Right? Hulk and Brutus. Was it '88 Survivor Series? That was good. '88 Survivor Series is solid. It's a Richfield Coliseum original. Yeah. Big fan of that. Uh, I think good. It's just a Homer. Answer, shout, shout out to Good Company. They have a bunch of uh, Survivor Series '88 promos on the wall. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, in the back. Our man Jonah. Yeah, you showed up to uh, Pod Van Dam's birthday. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Thanks for remembering. And then, oh, by the way, I went and celebrated Weird Body's birthday. Yeah, I was dealing with some... made sure I was playing darts with him while your ass was who knows where. I was dealing with some guy that was being creepy Whoa. on fucking girls. I was working on my night I off. I was celebrating your tag partner's birthday with him. Yeah, well, I hooked up fucking some tail for him, so it's fine. Uh-huh. Okay, well, what, I got, I'll give you guys one more question because the fireworks are getting excessive. And we're not talking about the podcast. It's going to come from Dr. Dan. Can, can we get the best Twitter question you got? Uh, no, I already gave a, it to you. Yeah, there aren't. Uh, there, there's none left? No. They're not good, yeah. Fuck. Uh, Marino, please ask a question. PME, get together. Come up with one question. They're huddling together right now. Uh, it's like this is double dare, and they're coming up with an answer. The white clock. Where they want to do the. Yep. We got nothing. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I I, I got no I've okay. I've developed one. Oh, thank goodness. What is the game plan for AIW for the rest of this year, Thorn? Um, 2019. The rest of 2019. It's been a hell of a year already. How how are we gonna cap it off? So, we got Absolution. We got Russell Rager, and we got I mean, the rest of the year. Not really a game plan, so to speak. But right now we have some dates booked. 
at the Odeon through the end of the year, except for Hell on Earth. We are still seeking a venue for Hell on Earth. Anybody out there with a venue? November 29th. We're looking. We're looking. It might be a little snowy back here. Yeah. Uh, because that's the only date that the Odeon has a... I don't know. It took until like two weeks ago for summer to actually start from like spring. So, you know, November 29th with global climate change, this backyard might be ready to go. We can hold a good, you know, like two, three hundred in here. Is there anything that you want to... uh, Global climate change. uh, Like any milestones you're trying to hit, attendance or... No, uh, I I mean, I'm I'm just trying to... uh, It's like Stan Bush said, I fight to survive! That's what yeah, it's just all about survival um, right now. You know, there's really no milestones. It's just, like I've said it a zillion times, it's all about kind of weathering the storm of what wrestling is becoming right now uh, and seeing what happens with AEW and the TV and if WWE continues to be aggressive. And, you know, it's just kind of like staying the course and, you know, figuring out how to maneuver through whatever's going to happen. Oh, here, here's one. Heart of the matter. Are you are you happy of what the school has so far produced in terms of students and actual like buzzworthy I'm, people, quote unquote? Well, or buzzworthy. are you like that? That's a quote unquote because that's a loaded question. I'm also or curious. Or are this. you still waiting for someone to transcend the next level? Um, you know that's like. I, I mean, I'm happy with it because, like I said, you can't really, like, you can't really exist without a core, and the school ensures that there's always. It's kind of like a game of Jenga, man. If like a piece moves, you know, like you just got to move that next piece up and hope that the fucking tower doesn't tumble, so to speak. So right now, you know, it's it's going good, but we don't know what's going to happen in the next year, two years, three years. Um, but if guys weren't delivering, guys won't be on shows, you know? And like, I think that's a message to, if you are a guy that's not on every show, you're not delivering to the best of your abilities. So you need to get better. Um, the only way to get better is to train. That or face PME. Heart of the matter. Oh, I have a heart of the matter question. How much was that six figure offer? Um, so the six-figure offer, a lot of people – well, I'm just going to throw it out there. A lot of people have been contacting me. It wasn't from the WWE. Uh, it was from some local people, and it was kind of wanting me to name a price, and they said that they will pay it. And I said it would be in the six figures, and they said no problem. And I don't trust those people with – my life's work, I guess you'll say. So, uh, if it was somebody that maybe, I don't know, like, so I think ab- I thought about it and it's like, yeah, man, like a hundred thousand dollars is cool, but like a hundred thousand dollars isn't like a life changing amount of money. You know, like it is and it isn't like, it's a lot of money, but like, it's not going to change my life to the better. And then it's like, well, then I have 30 guys with potentially nowhere to go. No island, no insurance of uh, they would run AIW as I would like it to be run. And, you know, money isn't everything. And, you know, 
be honest, I got a big raise at my real job, so I'm pretty flush with cash right now. So, <laughs> you know, um, like if those guys would have hit me up the week of jail, it they might have they might they might have had a sale. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, like morally, it just didn't feel right uh, to even entertain the idea because there's a lot of people that rely on AIW for whatever. Like we've discussed, like Xavier has found a family. John Michael has found a you know somewhere to belong. Um, Dr. Dan, you know, all these different people from all these different walks of life, like, okay, like, I walk off with $100,000, like, then what? Then what? You know what I mean? Like, then what do I do? Like, Two at once. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did that, when I was, did that when I was 18, brother, for free. <laughs> so, I have, I have a hard matter question for you, Thorne. Yeah. Feel free to cut this, because you're going to. Maybe. Will Dylan Swaggle Possible be able to... Get a date with Alley Cat now that she's single. Oh, I don't know, man. Jesus. Like that's not like. <laughs> <laughs> what was Marino's question? That's a that's a whole. Marino that's said a whole they path. didn't have one. Marino's uh, been asking for the mic for seven yeah, minutes. Was oh just shit! The okay. It's not so much a question; it's more so just a statement. Uh, yeah, I would just say like for like the people like the Matt Justice, Josh Bishop, everyone's saying we do it for the brand. Like that's why because. He turned down $100,000 or however much it might have been. He turned that down for all of us to have a chance to be out there, to do our thing, and try to tear the house down every time he puts us out there. Yeah, it's like, I mean, dude, I don't make any... I I never got involved in wrestling to make money. Uh, That's probably, like, a dumb statement. But, like, I never did. Like, I got involved in wrestling because... And that's kind of my problem with how the business is going is so many people now are getting involved in wrestling because they want to make money. Yeah. Like, I got involved with wrestling because it was something that I liked as a child, and, like, I figured out how to do it. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, I enjoy it. As much as I hate it, I also enjoy it, and it's really all that I know. But, like, 100000 like, 100000 whatever the six figures could have been, like, we, I, I kind of stopped the talks. Uh, but it's, like... What am I gonna fucking do? Go fucking, I don't know, like golf. I never golfed, man. What? Oh, <laughs> mini yeah. golf. Wait, I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of mini golfing, maybe. But someone like, did ask us. A, here's a funny thing for me. Someone did ask us once about an AIW golf outing. I'm like, no, nobody golfs. And when you and I talked about it, you even go, "What? Swaggle's gonna go out there and golf?" And then literally the very next, he's week, a big golfer. He's out there golfing, and I was like, "Oh, well, fuck." That I still stand by. Uh, we need to have, even if it's just one softball game. But I feel like, so we all get just worked over by uh, pop culture, Pete. All right, John Thorne. Uh, this is a personal one for me. Heart of the matter. Uh, are you glad you switched podcast hosts? Ha! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of al- alleged things going on with the former podcast host. Uh, you I might remember him as a sad, pouting gorilla would hang around. I don't think that we should discuss these alleged things. Yeah, uh, I wasn't su- suggesting we do. I just, but man, that podcast he went to—that sounds like it was pretty bad for that guy. <laughs> uh, Bigger, not always better. But uh, yeah, I don't know, like. Wrestling's weird. There's a lot of fireworks going on. And going back to an earlier point, you were talking about, like, all the fucking money coming in and, like, the contract-hungry shit. That shit was, like, weighing on me for a while. Like You got a contract? No! God damn it. Are you serious? No. 
How many fucking claws deep are you right now? I wasn't but, serious. I just didn't know where you were going. Dan, let him finish. But no, the goddamn uh, fucking no. Like, just the amount of, like, I'm happy for everyone that's, like, fucking getting a contract and getting paid and this and that. But it's, like, just changed, like, the vibe, like, so fucking much. And it's, like, changed, like, the scale of everything on a level that, like, I'm an asshole that, like, helps get some t-shirt printed and occasionally, like, move some shit in and out of the fucking building and sometimes wrestles and sometimes has a good match with PME. But fucking... Besides that, like, I don't know, like, and so, like, my, like, fucking, like, bar, my ceiling is, like, pretty low as far as expectations, like, from the biz and this and that, but, like, fucking, just, like, I don't know, it was, like, bumming me out for a while, like, just with the amount of, like, contracts and money talks and this and that and da 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 but I'm also, like, playing in a fucking basement and cutting my head, like, fucking, like, the day before a wrestling show, and that's, in like, perfectly fucking fine with me. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's, like, there's a lot of things that are changing and you know like i said like when i got involved in wrestling and the ma- the majority of the mentality of people that got involved in wrestling was they just wanted to be wrestlers now people want to be television stars and it's like a different vibe um so it's just it's it's weird but you just kind of the pre-show of a certain uh fucking event recently jesus fucking christ let's well, we'll, we'll go there another day jim Cornette. Yeah. but uh <laughs> he's blocked me on twitter but you know what Hard agree. You have something you actually want to say now? Oh no, I was well. It's been a while back, but I just wanted to tell Thorne I love you. I love you that, too. That was about oh. it. <laughs> like it was a while back, but I just Once wanted again, to say I love you. And I mean PME, that's men of many words. I mean that's the th- that's the thing is like you know like stuff like that did weigh on me when this guy is like telling me to name name a price and I got it. Yeah, and ends up white claws in the background. Yeah, Tom, that's that's making noise, brother. Uh, I'm making it now, but uh, for our noise-making uh, fans out there. But you know, like uh, it's like uh, I really don't trust somebody else to steer this ship. You know what I mean? And whether it's a money-making ship or not, that th- that's irrelevant. It's like there's there's greater things at. Because it's even big. on top of, like, the fucking, like, wrestlers or referees, like, this, that, like, da 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 there's also the fucking fans who, like, that's also, like, extended wild-ass like, family. I, this is what I compare it to, and, like, I, I really thought about this when this offer is made to me. It's like, say what you will about CZW, but John Zandig created the, I guess... Mystique of CZW, and then DJ Hyde walked in and he bought it like something you buy it fucking off the shelf at the store. You know what I mean? Like he didn't put any of that work into establishing whatever it was. So I think about that and it's like, then you're gonna like I'm gonna whatever you want to consider AIW is like it's the most important thing in my life. So then I'm gonna put somebody else in charge of whatever that legacy is, and it's like. How many people are going to know, like, it's other guys? You know what I mean? When everything changes, everything goes bad, you know? So it's like, hey, I have man, to you, probably uh, change your Twitter handle. Yeah, you give me seven mil- You give me seven figures, maybe it's worth it. You know what I mean? But, like, six figures? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Depending on what those six, six figures are. You get yeah. six figures, you still, uh, still got to go to work, man. It ain't going to last that long. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's like what Thorne said, like, as a wrestling kind of father figure it's like hey if you wrestle on pwg on saturday what do you got to do on monday morning you still gotta go to fucking work 
it's, it's like it's the same it's, thing it's as not life changing. Like if if something life changing comes about, like that's different. But like hundred thousand dollars, a lot of money. Not life changing though. Like you know what? We could cut it off there. It's a perfect way to end it. Something life changing did come about, John Thorne. It's called AIW. <sighs> I've been living it for far longer than you guys, dude. <laughs> That's my, for PME, for Dr. Dan, for Worldwide, for Dominic Arini. Big Zay. For <laughs> Big Zay. Big Zay. For All right, by the way, Zay, you and me, we're going to hit a goddamn Evangelion episode one of these days. Eddie only was here at some point. I will AIW appreciate owner, John that. Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. We will talk to you next week right here on The Card is Going to Change. Alex Pataki will die. Happy 4th, everybody. Well, this is going to come out on what's Monday, the 8th? Yeah. Fuck yeah, America. <laughs>